she had just did for sale. We love pilgrims and travelers on the footpath of life. Another name of a recording, another interesting situation occurring. As I'm uh, recording this preface, the, the introduction to, to this podcast, I already had the following part happen, but I still need to do a narration on it. So, more than a few things to do on the beach later, and uh, I might do it then. But regardless, today is about uh, an interesting change, a new, I call it a symbolic milestone in my life. Taking a stroll along the boardwalk on a beautiful evening, there's a paddle board in the ocean, the sun has set, and the nightlife is stirring, and then taking a walk. A walk alone, actually, first time really since I got here. No, no. Not feeling bad, just uh, kind of taking stock of what's happening and actually even more so taking stock of my stance in this situation. And that's where I'm going to close one, or that's going to be my jumping board. We went and spent some time with uh, Belen's mother and a brother who is wheelchair-bound since, if I am not mistaken, he was eight years old. And uh, so the mother kind of sent a cold or sent a message about wanting help with some clothes, so we ended up going and spending time with them, and then we're going to treat him to churros and uh, hot chocolate, which is not your typical hot chocolate, it's very creamy, and churros is like a fried batter, kind of like, almost like star-shaped, and then coated with sugar. Try it one time, I may have even talked about it, but it was a horrible experience for me. But anywho, that's not uh, what this is about. At one point, you know, I was kind of sitting there, and then it might sound very uh, snobbish, but I was basically observing the... I was observing the interaction of uh, Belen with her mother, her mother with Belen, and then with Manny, the brother in the middle, and how the game was kind of going on. And it was quite strong, you know. Uh, Belen has uh, definitely a strong, very extroverted personality. And so there was kind of like a being for, for the attention of a brother. And there was a, you know, kind of game, like I'm sure in any family you're going to find some form or, or other of, of a dynamic which is peculiar to that family. So nothing there. But at one point, uh, Belen was talking to Manny and was somehow trying to bring up a memory or trying to get him to say something about her grandma. 
and Belen's uh, mother became uncomfortable and asked her to stop. And Belen did not. And that made me feel uncomfortable. And uh, I honestly did not know what to do. I was obviously aware and mindful at my own level, you know, even though I'm, I'm not quite familiar with her own dynamic, with her mother, there's definitely some dirty laundry which I'm a little aware of between them, which doesn't sound very nice, but that being said, that part was definitely my experience for the first time, and I didn't enjoy it at all. So, when I got a chance, I expressed that to Belen, and she kind of tried to move to the intellectual, and I kind of brought it back to the emotion. Because it was not like what she did was wrong. It was just my experience of it. I felt uncomfortable, and I did not enjoy it. And then that was kind of the gist of it, you know. I, there's no way I can appreciate, you know, what's going on between them, and they have their own way of interacting with each other, and talking at each other, or whatever the case may be. But to me, that was just not... It was not nice. It just... It felt not nice. And, uh, and I just wanted to get that across, that I really felt uncomfortable. And that's something I wasn't, I didn't want that. But it was not like it was wrong. Yeah, I, I wanted to make sure to make that distinction. Uh, and I kind of had to put my foot down to really get that to get across, which was like, and you need to hear me here. You know, this is what I felt. And, uh, and then she kind of got quiet. So I kind of knew that, obviously, something had kind of hit her. And I asked her if she wanted to talk, and, and she said, no, I'm not okay. And I said, me at the parking, she went to go to a stroll in the beach, and I went to, to the apartment. And then uh, when she got back later, after strolling the beach, pretty much could get the sense that that's more than actually going to be something I'm going to talk about, or she didn't want to, but I realized. To me, no. To me, I did want to talk about it. And I guess as I am recording this, I am mindful that we don't have to talk about it now. But it's something that we are going to have to talk about, for me, anyway. Because it's communication, the ability to be vulnerable to, to whatever it is, but to be really open and transparent to each other is is paramount to a new relationship and since this is a relationship however long it will last is irrelevant but since this is a relationship communication is paramount it brings me back it brings me back a little bit even though it's not a fair comparison but it brings me back to to Pilar it's not fair because I did not feel I had equal footing with her. I was uh, so overwhelmed by what I felt for her that in a way you could say a part of me was weakened by it. You know, my kryptonite, in a way you could call Pilar. And uh, there are things that I just 
when it came, no. Because we did not have a, that kind of relationship. It was, it was a friendship relationship. So it's actually not a fair comparison at all. At all. At all. At all. Yeah, not at all. Not that I think about it. Actually, now that I think about it, from my standpoint, Pilar was quite amazingly assertive in her communication. She did not beat around the bush and she really, she really seems to have game down when it comes to what matters and not to procrastinate and being like, this is going to be out in the open and it's not going to fester. So, uh, I'm just, I'm curious, you know, that I'm actually, I'll be heading back when I'm done with this recording as I realize, if anything, however good or bad the recording might be, that I do not have a clear understanding about where I am and where I want to go with that. And I'm curious to see how she will respond. You know, this is... Uh, no, we did, we did have a couple of emotional moments where she was vulnerable, you know, something about her which is very touchy. And we did a couple of times kind of go on it, you know, not too much, because obviously, you know, when, when you feel overwhelmed by something, it is not necessarily that productive or not that useful to really push. Sometimes it's better to tap a little into it and then to back off and then to go back. And to me, it felt like there was a there was a right move, and then I stand by the decision. But there was, you know, there was sharing at a deeper level, because we do kid a lot. You know, we've been quite smart as with each other, and we have some sweet moment, you know, uh, in bed, and when we take a sunset walk, and so there's a wide range of things going on. And uh, I'm curious. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just curious to see how that's going to how that's going to go. That feels like a, a meaningful milestone coming up, and uh, part of me was thinking earlier, kind of about uh, that obstacle. I guess a part of me thinking that the obstacle was insurmountable. You know, like it was, it might be possibly a deal breaker for me. Uh, if, if we're not able to make a conversation out of whatever happened and for her to, to express what she felt instead of what she thinks, which that I couldn't care less about. Uh, and to me, those things that just, just are important. That's a beautiful, it is quite a nice place, I have to say. I mean, even so, it is littered with building, but you know, that cove, I don't know if it's called a cove or not. I mean, it's surrounded on three parts, or lagoon, I forgot the name of it, you know, it's, it's enclosed. Uh, and of course, in the evening, the lights are popping up, and then... Uh, the final touch of the sunset, it is, uh, it makes it, it definitely makes it a richer place to, to be in, that coastline, that access to nature. 
which if I'm not mistaken, Barcelona as well has something like that. And so there's Valencia. I'm sure Flores could do quite a few places in Spain on the coast. Anywho, wanted to share uh, something that just came out, just came out not too long ago. And uh, definitely feeling a little uncomfortable. Uh, anxious? I don't think so. No, anxious? No, I, I don't think I would go as far as say that. Uh, but uh, curious. I left her in, she was watching, and pretty sure, well, I'm pretty sure, I am sure, in Spanish, No Country for All Men, which is a movie that I've enjoyed watching, but definitely not interested in Spanish, which I'm sure she would more be more than willing to put it to the original, the original version. But anyway, I'm, 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 uh, I'm uh, digressing here. But anyway, enjoying, enjoying the stroll, enjoying uh, the medium to share my thought. My thought, my... Uh, have I shared my emotion? Uh, well, after that, I feel nervous, you know, a little uncomfortable. Are there other emotions that I am feeling? Yes, actually, I do. And I'm not sure how to put this one, because... It's kind of like dealing with this confrontation. She has a strong character, you know, and I'm not yielding. So that's increasing the pressure in a way in that dance. And uh, not, not that I have kind of like expectation, but I don't, I don't want to brush that under the rug. And somehow I feel it is important for dirty laundry to be aired. And I feel like there is some dirty laundry there. I'm not sure exactly, you know. Uh, if you know me, uh, you will know that I don't feel responsible for your emotional responses. The fact that I took part in it, that I can definitely own it too, uh, that brings me back to Urban that uh, one time in last summer, when he got so... There was this misunderstanding, and because of something I said, it made him feel very, very upset. And, you know, once I realized the part that I played, or how instrumentally involved I was, I did acknowledge that, and I did apologize, not because of what it felt, because that had nothing to do with me, but because I was part of his play, and I was such an instrument that acknowledging that was somehow therapeutically meaningful and powerful. And it actually kind of made sense. I kind of understood the relevance. You know, it's not like, I'm sorry you feel that way, or I'm sorry that I did that to you, but that I acknowledge I was part of a dance, and out of that, and out of you relating to the dance, you have me on that pedestal as a protagonist, or uh, there is a... Oh my goodness, I am... Good one, that's a good one. It shows me how not easy it is. Still trying to articulate. So, uh, if you remember, I talked about it way back when, when it happened. No, actually, 
And I'm sure I've covered it. I didn't talk about it when it happened because I didn't do the podcast. Right. But basically, there was a, uh, oh my goodness, I don't, I don't remember his name. But anyway, one of the tenants of his place with whom he had trouble. And he eventually had to let him go because the guy was depressed and he was smoking a lot of pot and he just couldn't handle it. It was like it was just tearing him apart. So he basically gave him a deadline to get his stuff together or to find another place. And in April of 2020, he left. And then there was some kind of misunderstanding, I'm not sure, uh, as uh, Mark, Marco, I think his name was Marco, believed that his place was being kept for him and so basically he went to his mother and then his mother was going to basically pay for him to get out of the place and so he was going to get money to Urban and Urban tried to get across to him that he wasn't interested in the money the fact that he owed him like six, seven or 800 euro which is interesting in and of itself on Urban's side that's not what worried him, that's not what was important he wanted him to get his shit together he had daughters and a family, and he just was, he cared about that, and he just wanted to effect a change in his life. He just wanted that for him because he cared for him. And so at one point he came back, and then he came up and came to Urban and asked for the keys. And Urban was just blown away because, out of almost with no notice, he just showed up and asked for the keys. And so what ensued was a very uncomfortable moment for Urban, but he stood his ground and basically did not. And tried to clarify that it was a misunderstanding. And so it was a very weird moment. And there was also some kind of uh, uh, dissonance in terms of uh, the, oh my goodness, the, the family from Granada that was here, there was kind of basically fucking up with uh, with Urban and then not backing him up, which I was definitely an annoying part. So Urban basically brings me up to speed with what's going on. And as we're talking, we're having a morning coffee. And the way we do, we have this conversation. So I assume we were in that place and we were sharing and we were talking. And I was basically sharing my thoughts on it. And he got very uncomfortable with like, but I wasn't asking your opinion. I was just telling you and I just went to his room. And I'm like, okay. And he got really upset. Uh, because he did not, I guess, feel supported, or however you may want to call it. And, uh, and he told me, anyway, so I don't want to get too, too bogged down on that because the point of the matter of what I am bringing that up was what ensured was a very long process and really I feel never got actually solved amazingly enough after hours and hours and hours of conversation but for my part at least you know once I understood also with the help of Maribel with his girlfriend uh, who is a great mediator uh, what a great friend to have, you know, somebody who can see from both places and try to find a common ground for both places to come to and reconnect. And uh, I, of course, acknowledge, you know, so I understand, you know, how I am related to that, how symbolically significant, and I, and I do apologize, and I do 
I do own to that, that I played that part and out of that fell that. And that took the poison, that took the sting out of the wound. Uh, and I kind of learned that lesson. You know, it's not saying like I'm responsible and I'm sorry, you're a victim and I'm the guilty party. But I, I played a part. And uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted to honor that. And so I'm curious to see with, uh, in respect with Belen, with whatever it is that will be going on, if something can come out of that, and me wanting that to be chopped up, to be dealt with, and that to be something to forget. So this is what I'm going to do when I go back up. Say I would like to talk, but this happened, and it doesn't have to be now. But it's gonna have to be in the near future, and to give her the opportunity to to give a place and a time or whatever it is for us to discuss that. So let's see how that goes, and I'm sure that uh, you will be privy to it uh, when it happens to me, maybe sooner than later. On this note. Uh, my friend, I think I will leave it at that. That's uh, good enough of a stretch. I am on the roll when it comes to this podcast. At least something I am being productive with in my life. Anyway, love to you all and we'll talk to you soon. Oh.